Welcome to the Monday edition, August the 14th, my watch says, so I trust my watch. Yeah. Just like I trust the 904 Now app run by <laughs> Pete Melfi. I trust that more than I trust my That's watch. Perfect transition. I thought it was good. I made That's it up good. on the fly. Yeah. I just said, you know what? What else do I trust besides my Pete Melfi? That is why you are a professional. Pete Melfi is exemplary at running a uh, an app and uh, the studio and all the hardware mm -hmm. and software that goes with it. He is a horrible delivery person, though. Terrible. Terrible delivery person. Terrible. Yes. Um, it is so glad because he was choosing one day mm -hmm. between working for, you know, FedEx mm -hmm. or the Brown Company and all that kind of, you know, UPS. Maybe I should go to work there or... Out of thin air, I should create my own app. And yeah, he took, good thing he chose that. It's a very good thing because yeah. a lot of us would be missing a lot of packages. I'm just he saying. He is slower than the Pony Express. Yes. Going over Donner Pass in the winter. <laughs> <laughs> Why you got to go there? <laughs> they got to make sure we don't have any food reads I today. Have, now. <laughs> I have a dark sense of humor after talking to kids oh all day. Oh, my God. Now the food read has got to go away. I don't have a food read. Okay. All right, good. I don't either. I was so <laughs> glad. All right. Uh, a to Z, roofing and waterproofing. They've been serving St. John's County for over 20 years. They offer free estimates. A to Z also has painted metal roofs for saltwater area homes with 25-year warranties and shingle roofs that you can get up to a 50-year warranty. They also install tile roofing, cedar shake shingles, and designer roofing and flat roof coverings. You can go to their website, a 2 zroofingandwaterproofing.com, or just call Chuck McCone and his staff, 904-669-8037. Great folks. They do an amazing job. They do do an amazing yep. job, and so do the team at South State Bank. They're a group of bankers you can count on. Their approach to building long-term relationships with their customers is the best in the business. If you're looking for a banking relationship you can count on, check out South State Bank. They've got three locations to serve you in St. Augustine, State Road 312, State Road 16, or the beach. You can check their website also at southstatebank.com. They are a member FDIC. And another great group of people are the people at Brightway Insurance, the Casey Agency. They have proudly stood by their customers through hurricanes, major floods, hail, and fires. Through these events, the agency has become a much-needed insurance resource in times of trouble and hardship. Honesty and integrity are the pillars of our core values, says owner Ashley Casey. We pride ourselves on being insurance experts while developing strategies that help our clients meet their insurance needs. We truly enjoy the relationships we have forged in the office, and everyone has a real love for St. Augustine, which inspires all of them to do their best for you. Brightway Insurance, the Casey Agency. Check them out. All right, Atlanta Title of America, whether you realize it or not... When you buy a home, there's a title company involved. Don't get stuck with some out-of-town title company who doesn't give a crap when you're faced with challenges. Stay local. Choose Land Title of America. Just call or text Stephen Collins, 904-501-4481. He will call or text you back. Mm -hmm. And he specializes in all types of real estate transactions. Land Title, your local title company, ensuring America's land one title at a time. Because they give a crap. They certainly do. All right. Also, our Luau update from the Bozard Ford Community mm -hmm. Update page. If you have things going on and you want us to announce them, mm -hmm. send them send them in to us. Uh, you Absolutely. can get a hold of Amanda or me and we will we'll announce them. But uh, the task force, uh, Hydro One, Luau fundraiser <laughs> is August the 25th. The paddle is August the 26th. Trying to raise $22,000, and they're only about $4,000 or less away. So give them a hand. If you know somebody that wants to sponsor this, this is uh, veterans helping veterans through hydrotherapy, through surfing and kayaking. Mm -hmm. um, it's fantastic. Open ocean kayaking. All great folks. First responders are included in this. They make surfboards and give those away. So mm -hmm. just a great group of guys giving back to Absolutely. their fellow veterans. And, you know, they've given so much to us. So. Help them out. Louie and Amanda are going to be there. Yay! You can get their autograph. <laughs> I don't know Some, why you want it. <laughs> somebody get their autograph. Somebody ask for, for Amanda's autograph. So, yes. No. no for All right. Sure what not. was the joke on The Simpsons again? Amanda hug and kiss or Amanda? Amanda hug and kiss. Amanda I'm hug and kiss. I'm looking for Amanda okay. hug and kiss. <laughs> um, St. Augustine ah. Alligator Farm gave an update on their Brew at the Zoo Croctoberfest yeah. event that's coming up. They just announced all the breweries. So there's going to be Veterans United Craft Brewery, Ruby Beach Brewery, Legacy Ale Brewery, Ancient City and Azalea City Brewing. 
Um, two separate companies. I just don't want to keep saying breweries. Uh, First Magnitude Brewing, String Sports Brewing, and Southern Swells Brewing. So get your beer at get Oktoberfest. your beer. Get your tickets now. They always sell out. What's the it's date? So What's fun. the date? It's coming up October October seventh mm-hmm. at six p.m. But you've got to pre-buy those tickets because they always sell They're going to be gone. They're going to yeah. sell out. It's going to be a huge line around there. I'd be surprised if there are tickets for more than 10 more days. Look, I got to tell you, um, the Alligator Farm does a great job with all mm-hmm. these special events. This is probably the only one that sells out the uh, Halloween. Yeah. Because dads like to drink beer more than they like to take <laughs> their kids to get free candy. Yeah. I don't know. That trick-or-treat sells out fast. There's a, a line going oh, down the street. They, they're probably all the way to I, your house. I, I live in the neighborhood. <laughs> And I love the alligator farm. Uh-huh. They're great neighbors. Um, yeah. And when I go by and see events like that, it just makes me happy that all mm-hmm. those families and kids are together and they're a local venue. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. That have come up and said, hey, let's think of a unique way to invite mm-hmm. locals yeah. into our venue. Yeah. Because there's not a lot of tourists on that day. It's a local so, folks. The Brew at the Zoo is a way that they raise money to help conservation efforts. Mm-hmm. Um, St. Augustine Alligator Farm has their very own fundraising organizations so you can give to that organization it's a tax deductible gift and then they give out grants to smaller organizations that don't have that public facing like the zoo mm-hmm. um that makes it harder for them to fundraise and get their yeah. their spread their message right. so it's a fantastic event and then the trick-or-treat is just so much fun no it's awesome it's good time it is that is all good time all right maybe i need to get trevor in here so yeah, maybe, bring Trevor in. I'll give you the weeks I'm going to be gone. Animals. I'm going to give you the weeks I'm going to be gone. <laughs> you don't want to play with animals? <laughs> I'd love to. I'm going to give you the weeks I'm going to be gone. You didn't want, you didn't like that big seven foot no, snake? No, I, I, I think that all of those are great and you do an amazing job with them. So, in fact, one of our five questions is about dangerous animals today. Yeah. So, you'll enjoy that. Mm-hmm. All right. So, we have all kinds of news in the world today. Yeah. Do you have anything you need to discuss? Anything that anything. do you need some the therapy that you need to let go of anything? I have a problem with the fact that I paid to get the AC in my minivan fixed mm-hmm. and it's still 400 degrees in my minivan. I, I need to just start driving here in my bathing suit if this is the way it's going to go. And nobody wants to see that. So Coggin better get my AC fixed because I can't do this. Come on, Coggin. We'd like to give you like shout outs for good things that you're doing. Would love to. Fix the AC. Fix the AC this time because I paid for it already. Man. Still cooking out hot air though. You want that AC fixed. Man, it's hot. All right. We have a, we've got to do five questions today. We managed to drag five questions through four days last week. And I don't think we got them all done anyway. I don't think so. I I think think you lost the the list. (laughs) I, I have the list over here. Yeah. Okay. I'm still not sure we got them all done. All right. But we do have some things kind of to, to talk about. Good. Um, I'm glad you brought stuff. I do. I brought things because <laughs> I knew you were teaching kids. Look, I got questions out. You There's, did. I walked in and scribbles. all the questions were done. And I was like, well, three wow, out of five. somebody's going to want to raise. <laughs> somebody's going to want to get paid this week. All right. You know, so getting we, paid is nice. I, I woke up and so I said, there's just not a lot going on in the news. And then, you know what? People in the news surprised me. Mm. They proved me wrong. My fellow citizens in this country and around the world said, hold my beer. Yeah. And I got to say, there's some good stuff today. Good. So we have, we have Smug White. <laughs> Smug White. Smug White. Right. Uh, we, have, we have a winner. Mm-hmm. That is its own title. We have we a winner. We have a winner. Susan Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> so true. So true. So very, very true. We just don't have a delivery system. Yeah. Uh, inmate number. Oh. Right. Um, if I had known that was going to be the title, I would have looked up uh, Jean Verjean's prison number. I can't remember it off the top. Wheels of on the bus. Wheels on the bus. No, it's not that one, Rebecca. It's not that. That <laughs> <laughs> was last Thursday stories. Listen, I'm still trying to clean out my cache of, of searching for stripper stories, Barbara Jean. Yeah. Yeah. If I was running oh, for office, it would end. Any chance of me running for. Did you see how many times he searched for stripper stories? Yeah, for Barbara Jean. Yeah. Everybody drop a heart in the chat for Barbara Jean. She's yes. had a rough couple of days. Yes, everyone. Give the girl some love. All right. Um, NASA did it again. NASA did it again. Oops, they did it Oops, again. Oops, they did it again. Yes, NASA did it again. Miscalculated the landing. I'm not going to tell you what they miscalculated, but it's not good. All right. And man versus volcanoes. All right. Where do you want to go first? Uh, let's start with we have a winner. We have a winner. Okay. So... I'm searching a story today mm-hmm. and it's got a video and then at the bottom of the story, there's like another story kind of embedded in it. And mm-hmm. 
It's a video. And before I can stop it from playing, it autoplayed. Yeah. I'm grateful that Were you it on did. Fox News. Uh, no, I was not. <laughs> Fox News. I don't try not to they go to that site. Autoplays. I try oh, not to go there. They kill me with those autoplays. Troy says I'm already 0 for 2. Yeah. I don't know what that and means. And wieners or winners? <laughs> I really don't know. But I will tell all of you, you definitely want to be around for Thursday's um, best guess for mm -hmm. trivia. I have found one of the greatest questions in the history of that. Mm -hmm. It is so good. I was talking to people in the office about it today, and they're like, how are you going to do that question? I said, it's good. It's yeah. good. Barbara Jean, it's stripper story good, but it's not All a stripper right. story. But it's yeah. a good thing it's called Best Guess. Oh, my gosh. I've been pulling. Yes. Pulling all of the guesses yes. right out of my butt. <laughs> yeah, Troy, I am I am 0 for 2 and running for You're correct. Yeah. I need to retire That's before cool. I'm 0 for 3. Um, okay. So um, where were we at? We had a winner. So the second video starts playing, mm -hmm. and it's a newswoman doing a story about a woman in the Pacific Northwest. Okay. Who has been quarantining for three and a half years. Now, I know COVID was bad on some people and it worked on some people mentally and all of these kind of mm -hmm. things, right? I get that. Mm -hmm. um, but this woman is desperate to yeah. see the Barbie movie. Well, desperate you know, we to see the Barbie movie. She should have come and joined Davey. I, I, I agree with that. But mm -hmm. Davey did not take enough precautions. Oh, no. So I understand that some people are like, oh, my gosh, you know, the COVID is still out there and it is mm -hmm. still out there. And some people are very susceptible it to it. It is a real thing. And it is yes. a real thing. And, mm -hmm. you know, people that have multiple um, underlying conditions should still yeah. be worried about it. Right. Absolutely. So um, comorbidities are a thing. Too. They're a thing. Right. There's mm -hmm. some stuff. So I get every bit of that. But she is renting out the theater on a weekday morning. Okay. She's called the theater. There's only one staff person going to be there. All right. Out of the 46 seats, she's only going to allow herself and 19 other people who are her friends mm -hmm. to buy a ticket. You have to wear a mask whenever you're at the theater. It has to be an N94, an N95, or a blah, 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 100. I don't know That's what they it. all are, right? Okay. And if you come without the proper mask, she will tell you you have to take that mask off, and then she will give you one to pick from. Now, you had a great solution on how to stop her from giving those masks out. I did. And what was that? <laughs> if she didn't like the mask I showed up in, which she says that you have to have a properly fit mask. And if she doesn't like the fit, then she will offer you an assortment of masks from her collection. And I'm petty. So I said I'd lick all the masks. I thought that was phenomenal. <laughs> I thought it was one of the best ideas. I thought it was great. So it gets better. Uh, no children are allowed because they can't sit still and, and wear the mask for yeah. two plus hours. I think the Barbie movie is over two hours, mm -hmm. which some people it in my is. family have seen it and they like it. Uh, I will not ever, ever, ever be seeing it. I would rather watch the Titanic before I watch that. Yeah. Yeah. Not going to do it. Anyway. So the Titanic is great. I mean, not a happy ending, but. I'm staring at a door and you're telling me Titanic's great. I don't know why the door is bothering me. We're talking about the Titanic, but it does. Anyway, so it wasn't Can't just that bad. Shh, no popcorn. Okay. No drinks. Mm -hmm. If you have to scratch your nose, you have to go outside the theater, scratch your nose, and then come back in. Mm -hmm. Now, I thought this is where she lost it a little bit on sanitation because she should have made them have hand sanitizer. And it Every time they finished a Barbie song, they would have to squirt the hand sanitizer yeah. and, and hand sanitizer. They should have made her steam clean that entire theater before <gasps> she goes in. Well, she did, uh, you know, she did ask them when the last time they changed their filters out. Did and she? they had changed their filters out in the last few weeks, which made the theater even safer because the filters have been changed out. Okay. Can you imagine? This woman does can you imagine due diligence. The 17-year-old that took the first phone call from her? <laughs> I mean, she didn't get right to the top, right? Some 17-year-old yeah. is manning that phone. Mm -hmm. And you know that 17-year-old has to be like, look, I think this is a practical joke, mm -hmm. but let's see how long we can keep I them know. on the phone, right? Let's, let's see if see we can. We We're so pay. bored today at the movies. Let's see. And then they gave it to the boss, and the boss is like, are you bloody kidding me? Mm -hmm. Are you kids pulling a prank on me? Yeah. That means that she had to not only rent out the one theater she wanted <laughs> to sit in, she had to rent out all of the theaters. Yeah. How much money do you have to I, have? Apparently, it was, she talked them into a single, single showing. Unless it's just a movie theater that has one screen. Yeah. Like, that's so much. <laughs> 
I know. You said you would never see Ben Affleck movies? Uh, I, I, I'm not a huge Ben Affleck fan, yeah. right? But right I had a, my Ben Affleck right, era. Right after I said that. Got over it, though. My wife says, um, it's Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Can we go to the Gone Girl movie? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I just told Troy I'd never go to another Ben Affleck movie. <laughs> You're the love of my life. If this uh-huh. is what you want to do on Valentine's Day, I will go. Mm-hmm. I am a huge hater of Rosamund Pike as well. <laughs> I, <have> the, <laughs> I just I like I like when I see her, I just get this feeling of just creepiness. Mm-hmm. Before she was the Gone Girl, not yeah. after. Before, so yeah, when she was in the Jack Reacher movie, I was actually rooting for the bad guy. <laughs> Rude. I was like Jack, you can save everybody but her. Uh huh. Oh, he well. saved her anyway. But it was Tom uh-huh. Cruise. So it wasn't like a real Jack Reacher yeah. movie. It was like a pseudo Jack Reacher. The real Jack that Reacher was, is that buddy of yours, Alan, that's that coming out. That was Wish.com Jack Reacher. <laughs> yes, it was. And I thought Tom Cruise did a good job for playing a mini Jack Reacher. So like in a pocket Jack Reacher, just a he mini guy. He was this short of greatness. He was this short of greatness, baby. So this story reminds me of a hilarious story from back in the day. Um, rappers notoriously have rivalries. And they call each other out and they'll have like just yeah. tracks and stuff. Mm-hmm. So there is a rivalry that goes um, pretty far back. And that's between Fiddy Scent and Ja Rule. Mm-hmm. And Ja Rule had a show near where Fiddy was. And so he bought 200 seats of Ja Rule's show. He didn't buy out the entire Coliseum or the yes, arena or just whatever. 200 seats. So he still had to come out and perform. Yes. Because there are actual fans there. But he bought. 200 of the seats closest to the stage and just sat in the middle with a smile on his face. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I tell you what, if I'm the other guy, I'm like, you paid for all those? I'm giving you the best show I, I can know. do. You know why? Because maybe you can learn something from it. I know, right? So uh, along those lines today, uh, I'm talking to a friend of mine who's a huge LSU fan. Mm-hmm. Victor is just a diehard LSU. He lives and dies with LSU. Uh-huh. You will get text messages during the game, right? Mm-hmm. You'll get text messages during the week about what's going to happen in the game and about what just got said on this radio show mm-hmm. and that radio show and all this huge over-the-top fan. So last year, Florida State narrowly beats LSU mm-hmm. in the opening weekend. They block an extra point after a 99-yard drive with a minute 24 left by LSU when what they thought was the tying score, okay. but they missed it. It was replaying Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. So I texted Victor. I said, I don't know how this thing's going to end this time, but I am sticking all the way into the end. I'm not leaving. I'm all there. So today he calls me and he says, he's giving me the whole rundown on the game. All the okay. stuff that I just don't care about. This guy and that kid. And this, this. Finally, he says, this is a big game for both of us because if one of us wins, uh, they might be able to make the playoff at the end of the year. And I said, I really don't care about the playoff. Mm-hmm. I don't care what happens to the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. I just want to beat you. So that I can give you crap for the next year. I could care less. About, this is the only game I care about so that I can give you this crap the rest of the year. This is my World Series This right is here. it. It's all in right here in that one game. All right. So, yes. Okay. Used to be like that way with Miami, but they, you know, they don't have a football team anymore. Yeah. It's devastating. By the way, Reese is coming in uh, the one of the Thursdays before football season starts. Yay. Because you need help with sports. I do. Is this like Reese helps Amanda with sports? Yes, this is Reese this is, is here to help Amanda with sports. Reese knows sports. He knows. He knows. Amanda does not. He knows all things Jaguar. I came in this morning and said, who's the backup quarterback? Mm-hmm. And he brings out this video of the third string guy who made this incredible play avoiding uh, two Cowboys or three Cowboys. And then the fourth guy was tackling him and he threw a strike for a touchdown going down. A strike for a touchdown? Through a bullet. I don't know sports that well, but I know you don't get strikes in football. It, it was a frozen rope me. of a throw. Yes, I am. <laughs> I was trying to see if you were paying attention. All right. So anyway, after three and a half years, mm-hmm. we finally have a winner for the most insane mask person. Yeah. I sent this story to the one guy who would care about it more than me, mm-hmm. Pete Melfi. Oh, yeah. Look for it on the morning show tomorrow <laughs> morning with the entire video and everything. Because it's just the craziest mask story. I've, it's three and a half years la- over, yeah. lady. But it's also, you're going to spend that much money to see the Barbie movie? Like, really? So here's my other thing. Jaws was in the 1970s. Do you think uh-huh. she's been back to the ocean? I don't think so. I mean, there's stuff that you can be afraid of. She's very but, pale, but that might just be because she's been inside for three for three years. and a half years. I know, yeah. I, three and a half years, and you know, it's 
three years is 10% of your 30, right? It's mm-hmm. 5% if you're in your 60s. She's close to 60 years old, she said. So she's taken 5% of her life and spent it inside a house out of fear. That's so sad. It's terribly sad. Well, she, this she's might the not have been the start of it. She no. might have spent more time inside due to fear. <laughs> this might just be you're, the latest you're thing just she's saying afraid of. This is the perfection of fear. This is, yeah, this is her latest fear. Maybe yeah. this is the culmination of a lifetime of mm-hmm. hiding from fear. Yes. That's sad. <laughs> Barbara Jean is an LSU fan. I should have known. It's the yeah. purple. It's it the is purple. purple. All purple right. and gold. So we have um, inmate number. All right. Smug white. Mm-hmm. Wheels on the bus. NASA did it again mm-hmm. and volcanoes versus man. Wheels on the bus. Wheels on the bus. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I know that you're a homeschool mom and this story does not apply to you. It doesn't. Because people get the kids to you without a busing system. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're in a homeschool community, families get large enough that they get small buses. Mm-hmm. They <laughs> could. owned buses. They're called minivans. Mm, they're even bigger than that. Even bigger than the yeah. minivan? Yep. Man. You know what vans are I have cool? a starter family, so I have a minivan. Minivan. But there's the like Ford Transit 15 passenger. I've got a couple of friends that have those. Uh, I had, <laughs> I have, a, a, my in-laws had one of those for a while. Yeah. They have uh, five kids and that was their way of getting mm-hmm. kids and friends and everything around. Yeah. And I did get to drive it one weekend, took them to donuts. Yeah. I love, I love those kids because they know that Uncle Mike does not mess around. <laughs> so the youngest, littlest one wanted to go to the donut shop first. And mm-hmm. I said, we're going to get Aunt Darcy, mm-hmm. her uh, Starbucks first before we go to get donuts. Mm-hmm. No, we're getting the donuts first. And I said, one more outburst like that and there will be no donuts. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the littlest one who's not really into the Uncle Mike vibe yet of yeah. when Uncle Mike says something, he means it. The other four. The other siblings, yeah. Do not say anything else. I'm not also getting donuts. And I thought, yes, yeah. these four get it. They understand Uncle Mike means it. I All am right. that mom as well. Yes. Um, so my kids will want something and I'll be like, well, we'll see how the day goes. And the youngest one will start asking like every two minutes. Mm-hmm. And the her older siblings are like, nope, stop talking. They'll, she'll start with the tone of voice and they'll just grab her and walk her away. Yeah. <laughs> you keep asking. It's a no. That's, that's, that's my rule. If you bug me, then the answer becomes a no. All right. So in Louisville, in they Louisville. were supposed to not start school. They are not starting school on time. Oh, no. Not because they don't have children that need schooling. Okay. Not because they don't have teachers. Not mm-hmm. because they don't have a teacher's union or parents. Okay. What they do not have. Mm-hmm. They have an abundance of these yellow things called buses. Uh-huh. They have a shortage of drivers. Oh, no. So they do not have enough drivers to no. drive. So they are having to revamp the bus pickup mm-hmm. to make the fewer drivers that are working make more stops and carry more kids. Wow. They do not have that's, enough drivers. That's wild. I don't blame them, though. I mean, it's a wild time to be a bus driver right now. I wouldn't want to be a bus driver. No. I, I don't want to deal with it. About it. I don't want to deal with it. It's wild. No. You get kids that mm. don't care about authority and you're not allowed to say or do anything you just have to sit there and take it and if that power dynamic changes just a little bit if one kid decides he wants to make your life miserable your life is miserable and there's nothing Mm -hmm. you can do about it and you do not get paid a lot of money to have some kid torture you and this story has legs but not wheels. Uh, it does not have wheels, but it has legs because there will be more in this story. So it says, mm-hmm. um, this is from Headline USA, the Jefferson County Public Schools had already canceled classes Thursday and Friday in response yeah. to Wednesday's route fiasco. Route fiasco. A fiasco route. A route fiasco. They love fiasco at the end of route. Yeah. Uh, disaster would have been better. Uh, now there will be no school Monday and Tuesday. We continue to work on short and long-term changes to ensure the reliability of our bus service. Well, you know, we always had a joke here. When you got sent to the transportation department and the school board, that was your last stop before the way out. Oh, yeah. Yes. So I wonder if this transportation <laughs> system is the same. Kentucky's largest district with 96,000 Utes. 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 Right. Had retooled, that's my word, not theirs. They mm-hmm. had students, but Utes sounded so much better. Yeah. Had retooled its bus system through a Massachusetts, 
Base Consulting Company. Oh, oh, I smell trouble here. That uses computer algorithms to map out courses and stops. Headed up by Mitt. It was also a response to a chronic bus driver shortage. The redesign plan reduced the number of routes. Wow. Wednesday's mess, also known as a fiasco, resulted in a cataclysmic hu- event. Hungry and tired youths, angry parents, and exasperated politicians. I don't think they were really exasperated. Mm. I think they were just mad because people were calling them. I prefer my politicians exasperated. I feel like they earned it. Exasperated, exasperated, exasperated. Mm -hmm. I was thinking of other words that rhyme with exasperated, (laughs) but I couldn't come up with any that I wanted to share. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Leo says I got tickets. Yay! We got tickets, Leo. How close are you guys to the $22,000 goal? You were $4,700 short a week ago. Type in and let us know how close you're getting. Yeah. Yes. We'd love an update. And I volunteer Troy Blevins to go up and sort out the bus fiasco. <laughs> All right. It's close to the Bourbon Trail, Troy. I might go with you for a day or two. <laughs> nice. I see ulterior motives. How, to this long, how long could it take to figure out some bus routes around a big city? Well, so Rebecca said a busing consulting company. 4K. I think it's just a, a bus a consulting company in general that the bus company hired. I don't know that there's a specialized it, busing. No, nah, it's a it's a school district that hired them. The school district hired just a consulting consulting, company, co- yeah, not a bus specific yeah. consultant. I would love that gig. Yeah, if we screw this up, my kids aren't on the bus. No big deal. <laughs> Especially you're in Massachusetts. Yeah, Leo. Leo <laughs> says they're four thousand dollars to meet their goal. So Yay. come on, you kindly people, four thousand yeah. dollars. Help get them across the across the finish line mm-hmm. before they go out in the water to cross the finish line. Ooh. Yes, you can help them out. The All wheels right. on this bus. The wheels on this are bus moving. are moving. The paddles in the canoe are what's moving. Yeah. See how I did that? The, the wheels bus is going to yeah. take the driver, yeah. the paddlers to the, that, the boat. Oh, no. Those guys got, getting thin. They're going to all ride really thin. cool cars and trucks and motorcycles yeah. there because they're like cool guys. They're cool guys. Yeah, they're I have dudes. A very hot minivan. They're dudes. <laughs> if one of them shows up in a minivan, the other dudes will let them know. Yeah. Yeah. They make them. They'll make them sit in the worst place to paddle. So have it, I just want to own the fact that I have a minivan. I would love, if I had the money to do it, I would paint it the most obnoxious, like multi-chromatic, like glittery paint job just to be the most obnoxious minivan on the road. And then when she was mad at him, she would make Louie drive it. I don't know that Louie would care. You know, we always had that <laughs> joke of all the guys that... that that were at the same kind of age level uh-huh. having kids with me. Yeah. And it was this huge fear that the first time you drove the minivan, mm-hmm. you would pull up at a stop sign and you'd look over and There'd it would be some hot check. It would be the Swedish bikini team. Uh, that was the fear. Yeah. It's the minivan that's blowing your shot with the Swedish. Bikini no, no, no. Team, it, was just, it was just the fact that they would see me in my true state driving the minivan. And the, the minivan was probably the best thing I had going for me. Mm hmm. Listen. All right. So we have a uh, smug white inmate number. NASA did it again in volcanoes versus man. Well, since you mentioned the Swedish bikini team, my parents are vacationing in Mexico <laughs> yes. in the winter. Yes. One year. And that's when they do like bathing suit photo shoots. Mm-hmm. And so your dad is a genius. <laughs> Like, like, oh, yes, honey, let's go to Mexico in the winter. I think it was the Coppertone girls shot their calendar at the resort. Mm-hmm. And my mom said it was the funniest thing mm-hmm. because the pool was too cold for anyone to get in it until the hot girls were shooting next to the pool. And then suddenly all of the all the old men would slide into the pool and lurk as close as they could to the bikini models. And the bikini models were never safer if the pool really was cold. And the guys were trying to like mm-hmm. be manly about being waist oh, deep in freezing God. cold water. No. <laughs> no. I wish there was a video of that. Uh, there probably is on hotel <laughs> security mi- and they're probably still watching. The migration it. of all the creepy old oh, dudes in the God. cold water turning blue. <laughs> watching bikini models. No. All right. So, Smug White. Let's go Smug White. Smug White. Okay. So... The video I was watching before we got mm-hmm. to We Have a Winner yeah. was an interview with the actress who is playing Snow White mm-hmm. in the, the new one. In the new one that Disney is going to release for their 101 year, because they're doing 100 years this year, yeah. right? 
There's been a lot of stories about it. There's been a lot of criticism of it. Uh, Disney's kind of on a roll of not getting as many people to <laughs> the theater. Destroying their intellectual properties. Well, and, and I watched the interview, and you said the word smug. Mm-hmm. And that is exactly what she was. Yeah. Oh, the old story is from 1937. And the the prince was like a stalker. We don't do that kind of stuff we today. Would never. No, no, no. You don't make things that people want to go see. You're exactly <laughs> right. You're 100%. <laughs> and then maybe, you know, it's, the guy's a cool guy, but maybe all his lines will get cut. And who knows? Mm-hmm. If she finds love, so what? And it's like, okay. So the point was mm-hmm. she gets abandoned, right? Mm-hmm. Some dwarves take her in and help her out. Well, she doesn't get abandoned. She gets attacked. Attacked. She gets right? attacked by the evil queen. Runs away. Mm-hmm. Runs is in life. hiding with some dwarves, mm-hmm. which made for an incredible 1970s version of that story. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this before on the show. <laughs> there's no remake of Snow White in my mind outside of Snow White and the Huntsman. No, I'm just so... Uh, that one, I, I didn't even I see that one. that one. Except that for one. Kristen Stewart. I thought she was horribly cast. She's a terrible actress. But everybody else in the movie was great. She was still trying to recover from being a horrible actress in that vampire series. Yeah. yeah. That was, I think, one of her first movies after yes. that. And that's what broke her and Robert Pattinson up because she had an affair with her married director. Oh, okay. All that noise. But whatever. Chris Hemsworth is super hot in that movie. And it's a really good movie. <laughs> okay. So, um... So, I, Leo, thanks for sending the ticket stuff in. That's hey, awesome. Thank you. Because um, I need to use that tonight. Um, so, the uh, she's just very smug about the story. Yeah. Uh, very dismissive of the whole love that's in the story, right? Mm-hmm. The prince trying to find his princess. And, you know, which used to be a big story when, when I was a kid, when mm-hmm. you were kids yeah. growing up, right? Um, I, I, I'm aghast at what Disney will do to this. I think it will be an absolute disaster. I don't think it's going to be... If she's any indication of mm-hmm. what the movie is going to be like based on her interview, and they should not let her interview ever again. Oh, there's more. There's more videos. Oh, boy. You only showed me the one. Oh. There's others. There's one with, so the evil queen is Gal Gadot. And the yes. whole idea is that it's the evil queen and it's Snow White and they're competing with being the fairest in the land. Mm-hmm. Um, so the evil queen is supposed to be gorgeous. And I've heard people like kind of make fun of, well, you know, Snow White's nowhere near as pretty as Gal Gadot. So like you're losing on blue believability points that Snow White would be rated as more beautiful than Gal Gadot. Uh, that's, that's a preference. They, they a, put, a taste they issue. put that young lady up against Gal Gadot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gal, Gal, you could have been the nicest queen ever. No well, worries. Well, it's much like putting up Kirsten, Kristen Stewart against Charlize Theron. I don't love Charlize Theron's politics, but she is an absolutely amazingly gorgeous woman. So the idea that Kristen Stewart is like suddenly more beautiful than Charlize Theron is you're dropping on believability points for me. But um, again, Chris Hemsworth is the reason to see that movie. And I highly recommend it to all of you. <laughs> all the moms out there. <laughs> Charlize yeah. Theron does a, a really good job being evil. Yeah. So, so talking about no attractive mm-hmm. actresses. And then there's no prince at all. They're, I don't know. No, they've, no he, there is no prince. They took him completely out of the... So there is a character... That is like a a companion mm-hmm. of Smug White and the seven magical friends. Characters. The friends. Yeah. So yes. now there's not seven. Now there's just eight friends because there's not a love interest. Mm-hmm. So it was Snow this White. This is sounding more interest. and more like that 70s version. It's sounding terrible. <laughs> sounding terrible. So anyway, uh, I don't know if you caught this. Margot Robbie mm-hmm. got yeah. panned for not being pretty enough to play... Um, that's dumb. He said she was a mid. Yeah. I didn't even know dumb. what that was. I had to do research. Yeah. I was like, man, a mid? Yeah. Apparently yeah. she's mid means she's like a six, seven, middle eight. Of the pack. Yeah, yeah. She's middle. And all these women out there were like, wait a minute. If Margot Robbie's a mid, what does that make me? Yeah. This is so unfair. If Margot Robbie's a mid, then go F yourself, guys. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> everybody's in trouble. Everybody's in trouble. All right. So uh, I don't think Smug White is going to do very well. I don't think so either because it's not. So if you want to have this, if you want to tell the story that they're telling, don't call it Snow White. 
that's my problem. Like, if you're so disgusted by the story of Snow White and her story arc and how the story develops, character development, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. If you're so disgusted by it, don't take the job. Yeah. Make a different movie. Well, like, I, I, create something original. That's what they did. <laughs> but <laughs> they, it was bad. Well, they're going to be bad. Something original, but then they. They defleshed Snow White and they put the skin suit on this new thing. I actually think in the back of Disney, there's there's a genius guy who used to work for Coca-Cola. He's the guy that invented new Coke. Mm -hmm. It was a total disaster. But then when they brought classic Coke back, it was loved and beloved by everybody. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering if they're just ruining these movies on purpose. And I saw the numbers. They're breaking even, right? They're not. There's not stories. All of them. Well, not yeah, but as a whole, Disney's doing. Little they're not. Mermaid looks like it has maybe broken even, maybe just started to tilt into profitability. But like Elemental, the Lightyear movie, those lost. I, I, I get it, but they've had other millions. movies that have done well, right? Mm-hmm. Just not as well as they've done in the past. Mm-hmm. So it's not. You know, I read some of these stories like, oh, Disney's going bankrupt on their movies. What's killing Disney is their streaming service. <laughs> It's not the movies. The movies ain't helping because they're not paying for as much streaming service as they used to. But anyway. Yeah. All right. We got about five minutes. We got inmate number. NASA did it again and volcanoes. Um, Let's do. I'm curious about what NASA did again. Okay. So NASA um, in a classic Bruce Willis movie Mm -hmm. decided that they wanted to test shooting rockets at asteroids to see if they could change the course of the asteroid. So this isn't going to work because you have to drill first. That's what Bruce Willis told me. You got to drill first. Bruce Willis was very clear about this. Yes, Mm -hmm. the only good Ben Affleck movie he ever made. (laughs) Because Bruce Willis carried him across the finish line. Mm -hmm. And Liv Tyler. And also carried him into the survival pod. And Bruce Willis. Plus you had all kinds of amazing backup actors. And I think Troy had a cameo in that sitting on top of one of the rockets. Yeah. Or the bombs. He was. Is that that? I think Troy had a cameo. I think Troy's more attractive than the guy that straddled the nuke. Oh, yeah. Not by much, but yes. Rude. Steve Buscemi. Yes. Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi. <laughs> yeah, we're doing a show on that. Yeah. Which actor do you look like? Troy, I can't even finish the question. Steve Buscemi. I look like him. I look like him sitting on the rocket. And it's like, no, so you don't. I knew a bunch of guys um, that were going to bomb squad school when that movie came out. Yeah. And part of bomb squad school is you have to go through nukes. Yep. And... A guy tried to recreate that scene as a joke. Yeah. Uh, but when you're in nuke class, there are <laughs> armed guards. Yes. And so he starts to make the move like he's about to saddle up on the nuke and, yes. <laughs> and immediately he backed away. <laughs> they were not playing that game. And, and I thought that mm-hmm. the reason Troy thought he was Steve Buscemi is because he got in trouble with a mobster mm-hmm. and he was hanging out with spending too much money on strippers. Oh, yeah. So there, Barbara Jean, there's your stripper story. I tied well, it. I he tied fell it. in love with the stripper. He did. Much like the <laughs> classic anthem. I'm in love with the stripper. All right. So NASA decides they are going to um, shoot rockets at this uh, asteroid. Mm-hmm. Um, they announced that, yes, it was slightly successful. They were able to change the trajectory of the asteroid. Mm-hmm. That's the good news. So now, as Paul Harvey would say, the rest of the story. The rest of the, the story. rest of the story. You mm-hmm. see. The problem was uh, that when they did that, um, they let loose some chunks, mm-hmm. some boulders were identified by the Hubble telescope in the range from three to 22 feet across. These space rocks are drifting away from Dimorphos at a speed of a little more than half a mile per hour. It's drifting away from Dimorphos, but what is it drifting towards? The boulder swarm is like a cloud of shrapnel Floating from a hand grenade, mm-hmm. said David Jewett, a professor of Earth and Planetary Sciences at the University of California, Los Angeles. Ooh. Because those big boulders basically share the same speed as the targeted asteroid, they're capable of doing their own damage. Of course. So instead of having one asteroid, mm-hmm. NASA has now made sure there's boulders that have come off the asteroid and that they are coming at us and they're zooming through space at a speed of around 13,000 miles per hour. You know why this happens? 37 boulders. Because they did not listen to Billy Bob Thornton's speech at the beginning. Yes. Uh, Armageddon. <laughs> yes, you have to drill first. Mm-hmm. 
And look. You put a firecracker in your hand, it goes off, it burns your hand, but you close your hand around the firecracker and... In NASA's defense, Bruce Willis is unavailable this time to go save them. Yes. The poor man is, is dealing with... Thoughts and prayers. Yes, we love Bruce Willis. He's one of the greatest... Die Hard's best Christmas He's movie of all time. dealing with the after effects of being in space with all that radiation. I, and listen, I think I, I pray for Bruce Willis. No, absolutely. Absolutely Al amazing guy. I mean, he yeah. seems to in like be a great dad and at least now husband um maybe not before uh but he's going through a lot and that's i wouldn't wish that on anybody all right one more quick story then we're gonna five questions okay uh inmate number inmate number it really should be cell number Jean cell block so uh a judge sent sam bankman freed back to jail oh man over alleged witness tampering there is so much in this story Right. But it started rumors all over the Internet mm -hmm. because he's going into the same jail that housed Jeffrey Epstein. <gasps> da, 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 da. Da. There was even people saying, is he are they going to put him in the same cell? Mm -hmm. Right. In the same cell. Um, I hear the cameras don't work too well in that cell. I think I'd request a different cell. <laughs> I don't think you get to request the cell. <laughs> And he doesn't look like he's long for prison, right? He doesn't look like he's a tough prison guy. He doesn't look like he's going to be able to follow the advice of the office office space and like make someone his bitch. The no, it day. wasn't just that. It was the whole um, what, what was it? Get hard. The movie with um, um, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. And um, I'm trying to think of the other actor who was trying to teach him how to be tough. To get into prison. Is it the dad's movie? No, no. it wasn't. But not um, Mark. this is the, the line in the whole story that made okay. me not the he might be an Epstein cell. Not that he made somebody mad. Since his arrest in December, Bankman Freed has been out on two hundred and fifty million dollar bail package, which requires him to remain Dude. at the at his parents Palo Alto, California house. There's so no the, justice like justice for the rich. I'm here to tell you that right now. The first time in his adult life, he can tell a chick that he's living with his parents yeah. and it can make him sound kind of hard rather yes. than just a loser. Kevin, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart Kevin was the Hart. other guy. Okay. Yes. Kevin Hart and Will Ferrell. And it was, and the movie was called Get Hard. Get Hart. Okay. Get Hard. I Get Hard? Yes. Because you have to get tough to go to prison. So not, that's going to be the theme of the week for us. So You'll see this when we come back to Thursday, cold water when we get to the best office. question ever on Thursday, this theme of, um, is coming back. Anyway, $250 million bail package. That's who gets let out. I mean, you, you want to, I would have always said, yeah, the, the justice system is fair. It doesn't matter where you come from socioeconomically. Mm -hmm. Well, that's not bullshit. It, yeah. If you can pony up, no one can pony up $250 million. No one, except the guy who stole I the money. Pony up ten percent of that, which is what you usually have to pay. Yeah, when two hundred fifty million dollar bail package. So usually bail is set at a certain amount, and you have to pay ten percent yes. in order to make bail. Yes, I can't pay ten percent of two hundred fifty million dollars. Yeah. I can't go fund me that. I'd be in jail. Yes, in Epstein's cell. In other news, Jean Valjean's prison number from Les Miserables was two four six zero one. And how do you know that? It was going to bother me. There's a song, 24601, but Jean Verjean gets out of prison. And that who was Jean Verjean? Who played him? Uh, Hugh, Jackman? Hugh Jackman? Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Don't tell me you forgot who Hugh Jackman was. I know. I'm laughing because your frame of reference for Les Miserables is the Hugh Jackman, Russell Crowe movie rather than like the Broadway production. Oh, uh, one of the best. Um, <laughs> Ethan was was dating uh, his, his high school girlfriend. Uh-huh. And super sweet girl. And she got him to watch Slay Miserable. Right. Yeah. So I told Darcy, watch this. And I walked in and I said, they were like halfway through. I said, Oh, you're watching Slay Miserable. This is great. This is a wonderful movie. Ethan, you're really going to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And I, and I said, I got to tell you, the sequel is better than this one. <laughs> and Bella looked, she said, Oh, the sequel is awesome. And Ethan's face is just sinking. <laughs> He's thinking, I have to. It was so classic. Oh, he was so man. upset. I was like, Bella, that was awesome. That was so good. <laughs> Didn't you know it's a trilogy? Duh. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. All right. Yeah. Before we get uh, trapped on anything else, 
Five mm-hmm. questions. We've got questions. 15 minutes. We're going to try, but we've I always four, done five questions. So you have to do one of them or we'll... Uh, I'll find, I, I have one from last week. All right. I have last week questions right here. All right, right you here. go first. All right. So if you are not in Florida, because I know what everyone's answer would be in Florida. If you are not in Florida, would you rather lose your AC or your heat? Um, I'd rather lose the heat. Let's say you're in a climate that experiences four seasons. Uh... Boy, I, I can get, I can figure out how to get warm. I can put enough blankets on the bed. Yeah? Yeah. I can do that. Yeah. Humans are a tropical species, so I'm kind of torn, but I'm inclined to say I would rather lose, I would rather lose heat because, yeah, you can light fires, you can wrap mm-hmm. in blankets, you yeah. can, there's all kinds of ways. You can snuggle with someone. You can't make AC. We're in, we're yeah. incapable. God, mm-hmm. I mean. The best you can do is if you don't have to work, you can float in water. Yes. If God wanted us to have AC, he would have let us invent it right along with fire. Yeah. Think how long it took us to invent AC. Fire, pretty easy, right? Thousands of years it's around. AC was a little harder. I'm holding on to the AC. Yeah. Statistically speaking, there are more deaths, human deaths due to cold than there are human deaths due to heat. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So we're choosing the wrong one, statistically speaking. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, um. But I did say moderate four temp, uh, four seasons. I, so. I can, I can survive. Yeah, that. I can survive. I can survive that. that. If you told me the Antarctic, that's a little different. Why would you need yeah. AC up there? You just crack the window. I can make it through like a North Carolina winter without yeah. heat. I think. Okay. All right. Um, you brought this up. Hottest day ever for you. Hottest day. Hottest ever. day ever. Hmm. I would say. Um, have you ever been to Chichen Itza ruins in Mexico? No, Troy, I haven't been to China either. Not China. (laughs) Mexico. I've not been to the ruins in Mexico. So, um, a story about that that takes a second. (laughs) We enjoy seeing archaeological sites when we travel to other countries. God, your kids must love you. (laughs) They think it's really interesting. I promise. Um, but Chichen Itza is in, it's more mainland in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And so you don't have the ocean breezes and that's mm-hmm. probably the hottest I've ever been. I didn't bring a change of clothes. And by the time the sun started to set and it started to like cool off in general, I was just wet and yeah. I was wet until I got back to the resort and changed because you just sweat so much. It's so hot. I think I played golf Tulum is very hot as well. Uh, in Southern Colorado. Mm-hmm. It was in the summer. We went, um, I think it was well over a hundred, mm-hmm. right? There's no humidity. I have yeah. no idea how much water. I mean, I don't mind heat without humidity. Ah, man, it, it was, I it can was get hot. over a hundred without getting whiny. If I've got plenty of water yeah. with no humidity, but that humidity, dude. <sighs> yeah. Kill you. I, I, it was hot and it was very, very hot. Yeah. I hiked the Grand Canyon and that was really hot too. Yeah. So, yes. I imagine. Mm-hmm. I imagine that's bad. This weekend, Saturday was hot cutting my grass. Yeah. I still do my own yard work and there's about three weeks a year that I go, why am I still doing my own yard work? Saturday was one of them. <laughs> Saturday was one Two of them. Two hours ago was incredibly oh, hard for me. Oh, Stupid AC in my Stupid van. AC in the van. All right. Okay. Next question. All right. What fictional family would you want to be a part of? Oh, I think she'll be to be a part of. Gosh, man. TV shows. Not the Brady Bunch. They were way too dysfunctional. Yeah, that's weird. I I don't want to be the Brady Bunch. a lot of weird. Not the Waltons either. I just, too many good nights at night Mm. for me. That was just too much. (laughs) Too many good nights. Good night, John Boy. Good night, John Boy. Good night, baby. Just go to bed, all of you. Um, (laughs) Everybody shut up. uh, The Simpsons might be fun. It might be a fun one to I don't think I'd do the Simpsons. Yeah, not the Jetsons. There's too much of an age discrepancy between George and Mrs. Jetson. Well, you can't even get on the iPhone train, so you don't want to go on that kind of technology. No, I don't want to go on that technology. (laughs) I'm going to say Rebecca, the 70s show, uh, really had me fooled for a long time, right? So I've never um, smoked pot. Uh So it took me for- I've never smoked pot either. It took me forever to figure out Uh why they kept going around in a circle (laughs) on the show. And I think I finally had a conversation uh, with Troy on the radio one day, yeah. and he's like, "You're kidding, right?" And I'm like, "No, I don't. Why is it like, always? Why are they stupider?" Why? He said, "Have you not noticed that it gets smokier, smokier. as they go yeah. around?" And I'm like, "Oh, yeah. Now I get it. I'm I'm the guy that just didn't get to see that." So, so um, I didn't smoke pot, but I did work in restaurants with kitchen yeah. staff, so I knew what that scene was. <laughs> yes. 
I didn't know. I had no idea. I was like, right. oh my gosh, I don't know. So, okay. uh, Swiss Family Robinson would have been cool because she had a tiger. Mm-hmm. Um, probably put that a one out. Family tiger. Uh, you know, um, the Happy Days family would have been pretty fun. Yeah. I mean, that was a good time, man. You got to know the Fonz. Rebecca with the brownies. Uh, the brownies were good, Rebecca. <laughs> I was very concerned about the brownies, but, I but was, they were delicious. The brownies were good. Mm-hmm. Yep. I took a drug test the next day, Rebecca, just to check. I didn't. I'm just kidding. I, I didn't. I did it. I did it. <laughs> so are you going Swiss Family Robinson? Uh, I think I am going to go Swiss Family Robinson yeah. because you're on an island. You got some privacy. Occasionally you get to kill you some pirates. Get you get to go surfing. <laughs> There's sharks everywhere. What can yeah. happen? Yeah. So I'm between the Pevensies from the Chronicles of Narnia. <laughs> okay. Because I think that that would be an interesting family. Yeah, but didn't only like the, the kids kept getting less and less kids got to go through the, the looking glass or through the wardrobe through or the wherever. Wardrobe yeah. or into Narnia. Yes. Yeah. So, so as they got older, they couldn't come back. Mm-hmm. Kind of the opposite of Peter Pan. Well, if you read all the way to the end of the series, then just get there for me, so I don't have to spend that time. No spoiler alert! Oh gosh, <laughs> seven books, buddy. Yeah. All right. So I'm between the Pevensies and the Chronicles of Narnia, mm-hmm. and um, I love Samwise Gamgee in Lord of the Rings series. Okay. And he's always talking about his old gaffer. And so I think it would be fun to be Samwise's sister. You want to live. I want to be a hobbit in the Shire. In the Shire, living in a hole under the ground. My dad be the gaffer. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Your dad is so disappointed you do not pick uh, the Star Trek family. There's very dysfunctional families on Star Trek. Oh, hugely. There's not like, there's not like a strong family unit in Star Trek for me to identify with. I tried to watch that Picard series Uh and it was. Almost unwatchable. So my husband got my daughter to watch the new, the reincarnation of Star Trek with Chris Pine it's, as uh, Captain Kirk. Yes. Because he let her know that Chris Hemsworth is in the movie. Recurring theme. and But he didn't mention yes. that he's dead within four minutes. Within, well, your daughter could just have like, I'm out. He's gone. I'm good. So yeah. I come home from church and she's like, Dad, got me to watch Star Trek because Chris yes. Hemsworth and then he dies. But then I was invested and I had to watch the whole thing. Next week we're asking uh-huh. which cartoon would you want to be a part of okay which comic strip so we're going to use that right. one next week comic strips which or cartoon? comic strip or cartoon okay comic strip i think we'll do a comic strip. Okay. okay all right what's the next one you got all right most dangerous animal you have seen in the wild uh man so i've had sharks bump my board i've had sharks swim under my board mm-hmm. i've seen spinner sharks breach out of the water next to me but probably mm-hmm. the closest i've been to getting injured by an animal so I was walking in the woods on a path with my grandfather mm-hmm. and I'm talking to him and all of a sudden he reached over and he grabs me one more step, literally mm-hmm. one, two more steps. There is a cotton mouth. There's probably about a five or six foot long cotton mouth that is drawn back mm-hmm. and ready to strike me Yeah, in the middle of the path. Damn. And I was like, that's probably the closest I've been to being in a, getting in a bad way in a really quick. That's way. when you learned to watch where you were going. So I learned to look down when I was walking. <laughs> So I was um, scuba diving my first trip out of the country, um, scuba diving with my dad after I got certified and my mom wasn't able to go down. She had malfunction of her equipment. And so I had an underwater camera. So I was trying to get as many pictures as I could. So my mom had a sense of what we were doing um, since she wasn't able to go down. Mm -hmm. And we're on a shallow water dive. There's... um, Temperatures were such it was causing my mask to fog up a lot mm-hmm. and everybody was tapping out on air. I breathe really slow when I'm snork- uh, scuba diving. And so I'm always the last person on any dive trip. And so everyone's tapping out. So I know I'm running out of time. And when you're taking photographs under the water because of the nature of how water magnifies and things, you have to get way closer to something to take a picture than you think you have to. Mm-hmm. And so... I'm just swimming as close to critters as I can, snapping a picture, getting to the next critter that I can get to, snap a picture, trying to get good pictures for my mom. So I see out of the corner of my very foggy mask that there is a large fish to my left towards the cliff on this reef. So we're like 20 feet. There's a drop off that goes down to about 100, 150 feet. So I go straight for the cliff towards this big fish because I'm just fish click picture, right? That's just automatic. So I end up swimming right up to a barracuda that was minimum four and a half feet. Yes. Absolutely could have killed me. 
So I'm right up to it with my shiny underwater camera and my shiny scuba tank and take a picture of it. It looks at me when I take a picture of it and I curse bubbles through my mask and swim away (laughs) because I'm way more scared of a barracuda than I am a shark. Yeah. A shark will like investigate and it has like body postures that kind of tell you what it might be thinking about doing. Yeah. Barracudas are just like frozen in a position until they're eating your face. So that was the scariest I've ever done. The deep. The barracuda was in the deep, right? It was right on the edge. No, no, I meant the movie, the deep. You've never seen the movie, the deep. No. Okay. You have to go watch the movie, the deep. Okay. Yep. It was like a thriller in the 1970s. All right. Okay. Um, I've got one more. Well, you had, uh, Bobby had scorpions. Okay. So we went on a surf trip. We're up on the upper floor of a condo. I mean, we're 45 feet off the ground, right? Set all my stuff in the bathroom. I go take a nap. I get up. I come back. And right on top of the soap is a scorpion about that big, right? (laughs) And so I call one of my buddies in. I'm like, hey. And like, what are you going to do? And I'm like, well... There's only one thing to do. One of us has to leave. <laughs> the scorpion or me. It's the scorpion or me. <laughs> yeah. So um, I kind of clear a few things off. He's kind of looking at me like, hey, dude, my bathroom. Uh-huh. And then I take my shoe and I do my biggest impression of Chris Helmsworth as Thor. Yeah. Uh, the shoe one. Shoe one? Shoe one. Scorpion okay. parts everywhere. So, All right. Yeah. That reminds me, my husband was on a work trip and they had booked a hotel for him. And he had gone through this whole like all day yes. conferences mm-hmm. and he had like a networking meal that he had to do. He finally gets back to the hotel room, just falls onto the bed, exhausted. And when he does, he sees something out of the corner of his eye and it's a freaking scorpion on the pillow yeah. that he almost just landed on top of. Mm-hmm. And he launches himself off, calls the front desk and the front desk is like, what do you want us to do? He's like, give me a new freaking room. What do yeah. you mean? What do you want me to yes. do? Yes, yes. So last question before we're done. First Valentine's Day date. Oh, gosh. So Uh, while you're thinking about it, I got asked to go on a Valentine's date by a guy I had a crush on. I was so excited. We're going to see the wedding singer, Adam Sandler movie. Yeah. And um, we kind of did all of this last minute. It wasn't really planned. And so he picks me up. We've got like 40 minutes to get something to eat and get to the movie theater. So we've got no time. And our movie theater didn't have like restaurants inside or near it. Like Krispy Kreme was the only thing. Um, So I was like, let's just go get Hardee's and then we can eat in the parking lot and go into the movies. He's like, I'm not going to take you to Hardee's for Valentine's Day. I was like, well, like we both really want to see the movie. I don't care where we eat. Like I I won't judge you about Hardee's. Um, So we went. He never asked me on another date. Maybe he was judging me hard for <laughs> being okay with Hardy's on Valentine's Day. But R.I.P. Tommy Nelson. Had his <laughs> chance at greatness and he blew we, it. We missed it by that much. Uh, All right, first Valentine's date. I don't remember. I honestly, that good, huh? I, I do not remember. I Clearly probably, it wasn't with Darcy. I was not with Darcy. I can tell you I had several phenomenal Valentine's dates with Darcy, but mm-hmm. I cannot remember that and that. It was probably sometime in, in uh, middle school. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's why it's, I'm having a hard time remembering. It may have been middle going school? and play, maybe going and playing tennis with some girl or mm-hmm. something. I mean, it wasn't, um, I honestly just don't remember. I wow. know there was, there had to have been some back then. Mm-hmm. Um, if you were Mike Davis's first Valentine's date, <laughs> send us a message. <laughs> send me a message. Let me know. There's one girl in particular I'm thinking of, but mm-hmm. I don't want to mention her name. <laughs> Because I don't want it, we've changed the names <laughs> to protect the innocent. So I don't, I don't want to do that if not. But yeah, I just, I honestly don't know. I do not remember. Barbara um, Jean got tickets to a Vikings game. I am sure that she did. <laughs> I'm sure that she did. No, that, that was a great question though. Because that stumped me. Usually I have an answer for everything, yeah. but that one kind of stumped me. <laughs> I gotcha. Um, all right. So the morning show will be on in the morning. Absolutely. Pete, Troy, Davey, probably Clay. Maybe Blake will be here in the morning. We have a guest tomorrow. Um, some doctors that are going overseas and doing some charity work. Mm-hmm. So they're going to come on and tell us about that. Um, great folks. I can confirm them because uh, they're really they're good sure folks. Coming. They're for sure coming. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Thursday, I do have the best question 
in a long time for Thursday. A lot of buildup. Oh no, it's great. It is one of those. If you guys are not impressed with it, um, you, you can give me a hard time, but this is a good one. So don't miss Thursday. Yeah. All right. This is the Mike Davis show with Amanda and we will be back tomorrow. Bye.